welcome to Transform Your Life, the podcast. I'm Deborah Demander, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode, Out of Sorts. Do you ever have that feeling that you're just not quite yourself? I've had that feeling for a few days now. I'd like to blame it on the weather because it has been rainy and cold. And I know many of my friends and loved ones are suffering in snow and cold, so I shouldn't complain. I don't think it's just the weather, though. Sometimes we just get out of sorts. There's really no explanation or reason why, and I think oftentimes we feel like we have to figure it out. Why am I feeling this way? Sometimes I blame astrology. Well, Mercury is squaring Chiron, or Saturn is squaring Pluto, whatever. And sometimes it's true. When I teach yoga, I typically, well, every day I listen to a podcast about where the moon is in the sky. Actually, I follow a lady on Instagram, and she has a private um, subscription that talks about where the moon is every day. Every morning I get a nice little message from her about where the moon is and what the energy of the day is. So when I teach yoga, I always tell my students where the moon is because collectively we all experience that energy regardless of our sun sign, regardless of what our own personal astrology is. We all feel, we all live under the same sun, the same moon, and the same planets. So when the sun is in Pisces, as it is currently, as I'm recording this, it's a time of the year when we feel a little more intuitive. We feel a little more maybe emotional. We feel a little more deeply. When the moon, as it currently is, is in Gemini, we might communicate more. We might feel a little more scatterbrained, which I completely admit to feeling a lot more scatterbrained today. So the moon affects our mood on a daily basis. The sun, the giver of life, light, and vitality, it goes through a an annual cycle, but the moon's cycle is monthly. So we could blame our feeling out of sorts on the moon if we want, and some days that's true. Sometimes the collective energy has us all feeling a little bit out of sorts. This current energy and today and tomorrow is more of a scatterbrained, I'm not exactly sure where I left my glasses, I'm doing 10 things at once, I need to make a list, that's the type of energy, which can also have us feeling out of sorts. The weather might have us feeling out of sorts. Our own hormones might have us feeling out of sorts male or female, men and women, we all have hormones and we all sometimes feel out of sorts when we're imbalanced. I sometimes will check in with myself when I'm feeling this way. I will, I will ask myself, have I eaten? Did I get enough sleep? Have I had enough water? Honestly, though, there's no reason to figure out the why. We don't have to fix ourselves and we don't have to fix other people. Sometimes we just feel out of sorts. And it's okay to sit and feel out of sorts. 
There's nothing wrong with that. If, however, we want to feel a little bit better or a little bit more ourselves, we can go through those checklists. And let me say, at the end of this podcast, we're going to do some um, tapping together, if you'd like. I will um, get through the podcast. I'll get through this pod, and then I will explain and walk us through a collective tapping session because oftentimes EFT tapping helps bring things back into balance. If you'd like to stick around at the end of the podcast for the EFT tapping, I think it will be beneficial. Whether or not you're feeling out of sorts, it's a wonderful tool to have in your toolbox. And that's what I try to give you in your life, in the lives of my yoga students and my life coaching clients and my massage clients, I try to help bring a little bit more balance, a little bit um, of grounding and centeredness and just helping you feel more like yourself. Because sometimes we just don't feel like ourselves and a lot of times there's no explanation for why or there's no obvious reason. If we didn't sleep well, well of course we're tired and we don't feel well. If we had too much to drink or we had too much to smoke or otherwise imbibe, we might feel out of sorts the next day. If we've had an argument with someone we love, we could feel out of sorts. And if we've had an energetic exchange with someone that didn't go well, we could feel out of sorts. It doesn't even have to be someone we know. Someone could give you a snotty look in the grocery store and that could just have you feeling out of whack. Maybe you've just gotten off your schedule. You know, we all have a daily rhythm that we uh, that we flow to. I used to get up at 4 a.m. for about 25 years. Yeah, about 25 years I was getting up at 4 a.m. every single day. It started as a way to trick my insomnia. I actually was getting up at 3 a.m. because that's when I woke up every day and I had so much anxiety and so much stress I couldn't sleep so I wake up at 3 and I would toss and turn for a couple of hours and finally one day I thought you know what I'm just gonna get up and I got up I started the day with my quiet time and then I worked out and you know by 5 or 6 a.m. the kids hadn't even gotten up for school yet And I'd already gotten a lot of things done. I got the kitchen cleaned. I got, you know, fresh bread made for the kids for breakfast. I got all kinds of things done between three and six. So you can do a lot in three hours. Then in later years, that is my, that was my prime time for writing my books. I would get up at four. I would usually go for a run. Even in the wintertime, in the cold winters of Wyoming, in the dark, I would bundle up I'd grab my two dogs and we'd go I lived near train tracks and we would run on the access road alongside the train tracks it was never a problem in the winter I would run along the frozen snow and just breathe that frosty frigid air feeling like my lungs would burst but it felt so free to be out in the dark with the stars running along the tracks in the summertime it was a problem because The neighbors would see me and there was always a well-intentioned old old geezer who'd come out. It wasn't always the same old geezer, but always it was someone who had worked for the rail yards and would come out and say, you're going to get hit by a train. 
You've got to not, you can't run there. You've got to run on the road. Truth is, I had a lot more risk of being hit by a car from some cowboy in a truck than I ever did from being hit by a Union Pacific train. <laughs> the trains stay on the track. They don't come off the track and run me over. Trucks are erratic at times and can accidentally run over you. <laughs> so I felt much safer, even my dogs, running along the tracks than ever running in the road. So back then, I would run first thing in the morning and then I'd probably work out when I got home, lift some weights and whatnot, get my kids ready for school, and then I spent my time writing. That's when I wrote my first three books, and it was a great opportunity to have some quiet time, to feel connected. And that's another tool that we can use when we're feeling out of sorts, maybe meditation. There are a lot of great apps for meditation. I'm not one to sit quietly by myself. But I do enjoy listening to the Calm app while I go about my morning routine. Helps me feel more centered and more calm. So meditation might help when you're feeling out of sorts. It's also good to check your water intake. Have you had any water today? A lot of times when we're dehydrated, we mistake that for hunger or for being tired or for feeling drained. So drink a glass of water if you're still not feeling quite right. Well, have a little something to eat. That sometimes helps. And I'm not going to be a proponent or opponent of any kind of diet. I typically eat a lot of carbohydrates and not a lot of protein. That's just how I've always eaten. And it works for me. I have a friend that I walk with and she is a carnivore. And she does not... She doesn't really eat vegetables or carbs. I don't think any at all, actually. And that works really well for her health. And she's found really great success with that kind of diet. So if you're feeling out of sorts, have you had anything to eat? What helps you feel nourished? It's important that we take time to slow down and allow our food to nourish us so that we feel well taken care of. Most of us don't have someone who makes us food and brings it to us and checks to see that we're nourished. It's something that we have to do for ourselves. And if someone offers to make you good food and to nourish you, please let them do that. If you're feeling out of sorts, that might be something to feel nourished, to feel loved, to feel cherished. A lot of times we just feel so lonely, so forgotten or outcast or just, yeah, forgotten. So, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe you just need somebody to give you a big hug and tell you that they love you and that you're important in their lives. And if you don't have somebody to tell you that, how about a pet? It's nice. Uh, my friend just got a kitty. She just adopted her little kitty, Jazz, Jazzy. And it's nice to just sit and pet little Jazzy. She was a little orphan in the shelter, and we went down and found her, and my friend took her home. And it's so nice, and I think it's so nice for the little cat to have somebody to love it. And it's nice for us to feel like we're loved, like we make a difference, or like we matter to someone. 
So maybe we feel out of sorts because we don't feel like we matter. So <laughs> if you don't have a pet or a child or a partner to give you a hug and tell you that you're doing okay, maybe you could just go down to the animal shelter and walk a dog or pet some kittens or <sighs> go talk to some old people at the senior center. That's always a nice way to feel connected. Old people have great stories. I'm becoming one of those old people now. I hope somebody talks to me when I get old and asks me about all my stories. I hate to think that all of that life lived will be for nothing. So maybe we just need to connect. Maybe that's why we feel out of sorts. Maybe call your friend. Texting is nice, but hearing someone's voice who really loves you is even better. Do you have somebody that you could share a meal with, maybe? Another thing you could do is make sure you're getting enough sleep. I tend to be short on sleep all of my life. As a kid, I would be awake all a lot at night because I had a lot of anxiety, still have a lot of anxiety. And I remember getting up in the middle of the night. I would sometimes clean our bedroom sometimes uh, my sister and I shared a bedroom and she was she was such a mess I do miss my sister she passed away um, but she, when we were kids I would get up in the middle of the night and sure enough the next day she would trash our bedroom I even one time probably more than one time put masking tape down <laughs> and I said your side of the room my side of the room well my side of the room had the bookshelf and the desk and her side of the room had the door. So <laughs> I'm not so sure that my plan worked out that well because I couldn't really access the door without asking her to let me walk through her side of the room. <laughs> but I got so fed up with her mess and I let her have the dresser. My bookshelf had my, was like a built-in desk in this trailer, had a couple of drawers. So I crammed all my stuff in there, split the closet down the middle. It didn't help, she was still a mess. Sometimes I remember getting, waking up in the middle of the night and I would draw out very elaborate plans for snow forts that I would build. When I grew up in this little town in Colorado, we had so much snow all the, in the winter, all the, every winter that I remember. And I would, I would make a plan for digging tunnels and building forts where the tunnels would come up under an igloo and we would have separate rooms and one room would be for the fire, and one room would be the bedroom, and I had all kinds of crazy plans. So I would, I would plan out my life in the middle of the night because I couldn't sleep, and I still have that tendency to lie awake at night. I have found, I have another meditation app, the Aura, map, Aura app, and I listen to that at night. They have some great, great sleep hypnosis and sleep meditations. If you haven't checked out Aura, that's another great one. And this isn't, I don't have any, I don't have any advertisers, obviously, but having a nighttime, um, those voices are very nice because they give my brain something to, to focus on. So have you had enough sleep? Maybe you just need a nap. Um, sometimes when I'm feeling out of sorts, a hot bath is exactly the thing I need. It just helps me feel the water is so um, healing for me. So maybe a hot bath would be good for you. 
I do like a glass of wine, although I don't um, always endorse having wine or other, uh, let's say, drugs. I guess wine, alcohol is a drug. I think using them sparingly is okay. We can get way caught up in abusing that numbing feeling. And I don't think numbing is the, is the, is the way to go when we're feeling out of sorts. I think it's important to sit with ourselves and acknowledge how we're feeling. I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling lonely, I'm feeling ugh, blah from the rain. I'm feeling fat, I'm feeling lazy. I'm feeling disconnected. Whatever the feeling is, I think it's important that we identify and sit with those feelings. I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling remorseful, I'm feeling whatever. Um, it's important though to let ourselves have the time to feel those feelings before we numb ourselves out. So before you turn to the wine or to the weed or to the whatever is your preferred method of self-medicating, maybe take some time before you do that. And I am not in any way endorsing that we go get drunk and high off our, out of our minds. What I'm saying is that it's okay to have a glass of wine. It's okay to take medication if we need to medicate. And it's important before we do that to check in with how we're feeling. I'm not going to judge anybody and I hope, well, I know people judge me and you know what? I don't really care. I've lived a lot of life, and at this point, people's opinions of me really don't matter. Everybody has an opinion, and they are welcome to it. And what people think of me is really none of my business. What do I think of myself? So another useful tool is journaling and writing down how you're feeling, what you're thinking. And while you're at it, thinking about the things that you're grateful for. It doesn't always lift a mood or help you feel in sorts when you feel out of sorts. Last night, actually, I woke up in the middle of the night and I didn't think I would get back to sleep. It was about three and I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna have to get up. And instead, I turned to a tool that I've used recently. I call it I call it a gratitude rant. I don't know that it has a name. I think I learned it listening to Esther Hicks, to the Abraham Hicks on YouTube. And she talks about taking one minute to notice what you love in the moment. So I was lying in my bed, it was about 3 a.m. And I thought, boy, I'm happy that this bed feels so comfortable. Oh, I'm so glad that my shoulder doesn't hurt right now. Oh, this pillow feels so soft. Oh, I love this comforter. I love the bed heater on because it's, I sleep in a cold bedroom. I like my room cold, but I love having my mattress warmer on. It feels so good. I love that I can hear my wind chimes blowing outside. I love the feel of this pillow against the back of my head. Oh, I'm so glad that my neck doesn't hurt right now. So for one minute, if you're in bed it's a little bit harder because you're laying down and it's dark but sometimes I do it when I'm mad I try to 
I used to do it on my way to a job that was hard for me to do. It was a job that I wasn't really fond of. and I mean, I liked the job. It was the bosses. And I would dread going into the office. So on my way to work, I would say, boy, I sure I'm glad that my Jeep is running well. I sure I'm glad the roads are plowed. Oh, I'm glad I'm not late. Oh, I'm glad I made that light. Oh, I'm so thankful that the trees are still alive. Boy, I'm thankful that those snow plows are out. All the way to work, I would notice what I was glad for. I would turn off the radio and for the three or four minute drive to work, I would try to, oh, notice the bright blue sky. Notice I would love the way the frost, the air freezes and there's little frost particles in the air. I love the way that looks. I love the frost glittering on the trees. I love the way the bare branches look against the blue sky. So finding the things that you're really grateful for can be a way to help buoy your spirits when you're out of sorts. Another thing that I think is helpful is to acknowledge I don't feel quite like myself and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with me and I'm safe in this moment and all is well. Remind yourself that it's okay to feel out of sorts. That's It's okay not to have all the answers. It's okay to feel sad or lonely and that it won't last forever. I know that I feel sad right now and I'm really glad that this is going to pass eventually. Sometimes it takes a little longer. I'm hoping it will pass when the sun comes out again. It's been raining for days here in California, but there's always a bright spot. Yesterday I was taking a walk and I saw the magnolia trees had beautiful lavender colored blossoms, probably the size of my hand. The blossoms were closed, they were buds, but they were just starting to unfurl and they're going to be so magnificent in a few days. So noticing the small things that bring you pleasure, having snacks and food that bring you comfort, allowing yourself to wear comfortable clothes and just relax. You don't have to be productive every minute of every day. The final thing I'll talk about for the last few minutes of our pod today is EFT tapping. That's the emotional freedom technique. And I'm not sure that, um, what's his name, Ortner, I don't think he invented it, but he was certainly a pioneer of the tapping method. And he has um, several books. I can't think of his first name. His sister is Jessica Ortner. Um, He's got a book, gosh, I gave it to a friend of mine and I can't quite picture the front of it, but his book is called The Tapping Solution. And tapping is a technique in which you tap on different points on your face. They they are um, associated with the meridians of acupuncture. So you start at the center of your forehead. No, you start tapping on the side of your hand, like where you would karate chop something. Back when I was a black belt and I would karate chop through a board, so that fleshy part of your hand. I, when I'm tapping, typically tap both of the both of my hands together the fleshy part some people use their fingertips of one hand to tap on the flash fleshy part of the other hand so you go from there to the center of your forehead 
then to the outside edge of your eye, then under your eye, under your nose at the top part of your lip, and then your chin, then just under your collarbone, kind of the sensitive part of your uh, pectoral, right? Just directly under your collarbone, and then under your armpit. So those are the tapping, oh, and then the top of your head, excuse me, that's the last one. So those are the tapping points. And it works for a variety of different kinds of things. Tapping is useful for physical pain. It's useful for emotional stuff, for anxiety. I've used it a lot for anxiety, and it's always been very helpful. Today, together, I thought we would work on um, feeling out of sorts. So I will walk us through. I'll talk, I'll talk about it first, and then I will do it as I talk, and you can tap while I talk through it. So we start by tapping on the karate chop point and this is where we state the problem or the feeling or whatever we're struggling with or whatever we want to manifest. This is also a really great tool for manifesting. I think people use it for losing weight, for stopping smoking, for pain, and then you move up again to the top of your, to the center of your forehead, the outside edge of your eye, under your eye, under your nose, your chin, collarbone, and then your underarm, and then the top of your head. You can use either hand. I typically go through a couple of rounds and I alternate hands. Sometimes I use both hands and do both sides at the same time. This has, it. each of these points that we tap on connects to different meridians in the body that are acupuncture points and it helps rebalance the brain and balance the central nervous system so today we're going to um, just start tapping on the outside edge of the hand I'm tapping my two karate chop points together and we state the problem I know that I'm feeling out of sorts right now but I love myself and I accept myself exactly the way I am so we do this three times. I know that I'm not feeling quite like myself today, but I love and honor myself exactly the way I am. Although I'm not feeling myself and I'm out of sorts today, I love myself and accept myself exactly the way I am. Now we're going to tap the center of the forehead. Uh, this feeling of being out of sorts, it just has me so confused. I don't understand why I feel this way. Now let's tap the outside of the eye. I'm feeling out of sorts and I don't know why, but I love myself and I accept myself exactly the way I am. Now let's tap under the eye. I feel like something's wrong and it's okay for me to feel out of sorts because I am deeply and completely loved exactly the way I am. Now let's tap under the nose. I know I don't usually feel like this and I don't know why I feel like this and I love myself and accept myself exactly the way I am. Now tapping the chin. I'm feeling a little off today but I know that I am deeply and completely loved exactly the way I am. Let's tap the collarbone. I'm not feeling myself. I feel tired and drained and weary. And I love myself and accept myself exactly the way I am. Let's tap under the arm. Although I'm feeling tired and out of sorts, 
I know that I am deeply and completely loved exactly the way I am. Now we'll top the top of the head, top of the head, right where you would part your hair if you were doing a center part. And I'm tapping with both hands. Although I'm feeling out of sorts, I know that feelings pass and I'll be feeling better soon. And I love myself and accept myself exactly the way I am. Now we're gonna go through it again, starting at the center of the forehead. This feeling of being out of sorts is just a passing emotion. And I am deeply and completely loved exactly the way I am. The outside edge of the eyes. I'm feeling out of sorts, but I know that this doesn't define me. It's just a feeling and it will pass. And I am deeply and completely loved exactly the way I am. Under the eye. Although I can't identify why I feel out of sorts, I'm not to blame and there's nothing wrong with me. I don't have to fix myself because I am deeply and completely loved exactly the way I am. Now under the nose. Although I'm feeling out of sorts, it's not the end of the world. And I love myself and accept myself exactly the way I am. Now the chin. Although I'm feeling out of whack, I know that I'll be in whack again soon. So I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm going to get about my day. And I love myself and accept myself exactly the way I am. Now the collarbone. Although I'm feeling a little bit wonky today, there's nothing wrong with me. And it doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It just means I'm not feeling quite myself. And I love myself and accept myself exactly the way I am. Let's go under the arms. I'm allowing myself the space to feel whatever comes up today because all of my feelings are valid and I am deeply and completely loved exactly the way I am. Now let's do the top of the head. This feeling that I'm feeling is perfectly okay. There is nothing wrong with me and I am deeply and completely loved exactly the way I am. One more time through, let's go to the forehead. I know that everybody can't always be high vibe. We live in cycles and I'm just in a low part of my cycle right now. And I love myself and accept myself exactly the way I am. Now the outside of the eyes. Even when I'm in a downward spiral, I know that I can get back on the upward spiral when I'm ready. And I love myself and accept myself exactly the way I am. There is nothing wrong with me and I don't need to fix myself. And I love myself and accept myself exactly the way I am. Under the nose. <sighs> I can breathe deeply and appreciate all the goodness that's in my life. I don't have to be jumping for joy every moment. To know that I am deeply and completely loved exactly the way I am. Now the chin. I love myself and I love my life with all of its flaws, with its ups and downs. We can't always live in the up cycle. Sometimes we need a down cycle to renew and refocus and regenerate. So I appreciate this time of feeling low and slow to remind myself that I am deeply and completely loved exactly the way I am. Now the collarbone.
I am choosing to use this time to nourish and nurture myself, to love and honor myself exactly the way I am. Now under the arms. I know that this feeling will last as long as it needs to last. And that I will be in a different season when it's time. And I love myself and I accept myself exactly the way I am. Now the top of the head. However I'm feeling today, whether I'm feeling great and energetic or whether I'm feeling tired and slow, I know that I am just fine wherever I am and I am deeply and completely loved exactly the way I am. So that's a short little tapping session. I hope that you feel better doing that. I would encourage you to check out Nick Ortner's, Nick Ortner, that's his name. I would encourage you to check out Nick Ortner on YouTube. Actually, check out Brad Yates on YouTube. He has got a great tapping channel and he has tapping for every conceivable circumstance in your life. Whether you're feeling great or whether you're feeling down, whether you want to manifest money or love or abundance or joy, Brad has a great tapping channel. I've used his tapping videos for pain in my back that really um, went away after I did some tapping. It probably took about, I don't know, three or four sessions. No, not three or four sessions. Three or four weeks of two or three times a week tapping. And it only takes maybe five minutes. So I would highly recommend tapping for a variety of different things that you might be experiencing life in life. I appreciate you listening to the pod. If you liked it, or, well, yeah, if you liked it, please share it with your friends, share it with your frenemies, <laughs> share it with your coworkers. Maybe you could rate it, review it if you want. If you didn't like it, well, I appreciate you listening, and I hope you find what you're looking for. I will see you next week, and hopefully I will be on an upward spiral with the moon the moon is waxing right now which means the moon is moving from the new moon that we had last weekend we're just about at the first quarter moon which in the sky looks like a half moon it means we're a quarter of the way through the cycle as we build toward the full moon i think we will all experience a shift in energy as we as the moon gets bigger we tend to be more energetic so pay attention and next week i'll I'll check in with you and see how you're feeling. I appreciate you being here with me today, and I thank you for joining me. Please feel free to email me, leave me a message. Let me know how you're doing. I'd really love to hear how you're doing. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Namaste, friends. <laughs>